I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome back to another Break It Down. I'm Alex McCarthy, being joined by the effervescent Kenny Maggins <laughs> by my side. We didn't say we'd be here every week, Kenny. We never said that. We never did. We, I'd... in fact, take the piss out of ourselves because we know we probably might not be here every week. I just had two weeks holiday from work. And the last thing you want to do when you go yeah, holiday I'm, is... I'm sorry, I, I, was, I was detaching. Blame it on me. Put it on my shoulders, it's fine. But we are back for SummerSlam week. We do have Kenny McIntosh flying out to Detroit uh, for the summer pay-per-view of WWE's calendar. It's going to be a good time. Uh, The card is shaping up nicely too, and we will dive into that today. Somebody on that card is Bianca Belair, and we're going to give you our exclusive interview we did with her during Money in the Bank weekend. Uh, and we're going to talk a little bit about AEW as well on a successful week in Tony Khan's books. Uh, Kenny, how are you, brother? I'm good. I'm I'm very good. I'm happy. I'm healthy. I am going to a pub quiz tonight, so mm. I'm looking forward to that. I love um, it. Love yeah. it. Although last week we went to it's like a local one we hadn't been before, and we went last week, and these guys won. And like, I'm not the sort of person who's like cheater, right? But <laughs> it's like a group of middle-aged guys, right? Which is fine. And when I say middle-aged, I mean like 50. I don't mean like my age. But 
they, they so they won, and one of the questions they got, or a couple of the questions they got right, was they guessed music from not only Miley Cyrus but also Olivia Rodrigo. Wow! And I just don't buy it. Yeah, like, <laughs> some I, phones were being used, Kenny. Some I were being used. I mean, I know one Olivia R- R- uh, Rodrigo song that More I can hear. Um, I mean, you know, that's it. And I'm a fucking, I'm a, I'm a poof. I should know at least one. It's like I'm the contract. <laughs> but yeah, so we're gonna go tonight and uh, and hopefully they don't cheat. Hopefully we win. So you know what? With um, when I had Talk Wrestling on Talksport, uh, we did a quiz every week, as you all know, as you were one of our um, all-time champions on that. Um, and I had to come up with that every single week. I wrote oh. that by hand, right? So this is just me delving for questions and it used to stress like i loved it it was one of my favorite parts of the show it used to stress me out loads because by the time we because the show went for like 18 months so by the time we got about a year deep i did start to think have i asked that before right like you know i started getting really paranoid of my questions um yeah it was uh it was an ordeal but a labor of love without a doubt speaking of labors of love being a wwe fan used to be that but not this year kenny the hot times continue we are approaching, what, I don't even know what iteration of SummerSlam this is. How many have we had? Do you know? This, would this be 36? Yeah, because it started in 88. So this right. 36? 36. 36. 36 iteration. Wow. Uh, you got to say, let's just dump, jump into the card before we make it to Bianca Belair and AEW later on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just going to read it in okay. the order that Wikipedia has it for some obscure reason. Okay. I don't think, I don't, you know, I'm not saying this will be the opener, but Cody Rhodes and Brock Lesnar, right? We're going to get the blow off to that feud. One win apiece. Cody's... No step. We thought there might be a step, but there's not. No, no, that's right. And, and it seems uh, that Cody has managed to maintain a certain level of, you know, overness and uh, momentum since his WrestleMania loss to Roman Reigns. What do they need to do here? Like, there, there is a little part of me, Kenny, that thinks you can't have Brock Lesnar lose too much, right? Like, because, I mean, his aura is never really going to fade, but it does, I still think it lacks a bit of significance if he loses too much. And, of course, he lost to Roman a bunch. Um, you know, he's done the favours for Seth in the last few years. But if you are going to use up one of those Brock Lesnar losses, probably should be to Cody Rhodes here. Yeah, I think so. I think on Raw last night, uh, I think Brock maybe got to beat Cody up a bit too much for my liking. Mm. But that's fine as long as Cody... I think as long as Cody gets a decisive win, Brock has very clearly been the winner of this. I mean, it would still be great to know why Brock beat him up the night after WrestleMania. Yeah, there's never been explained. Never. Never been explained. Um... Cody's kind of tried to be like, you know, I still don't know why he attacked me, but um, neither do we, pal. Um, but... <laughs> don't, come here. don't come here, Cody. Can't help you. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I think this is definitely the time for Cody to win. I don't know what Brock's going to do after that. I mean, oh. you know you know, he'll be sauntering along as soon as the Saudi plane takes off. But I mean, apart from that... <laughs> but I mean, this is the thing too with Brock, though, because I, was, I mean, we was all, I think, enjoying the baby face run and many, you know, the, the, the typical thing to do when you flip someone as big a name as him, he is go on a, a kind of dominant tear. 
because you need to get to whoever the big baby face is to overcome him. But the big baby face, of course, is the very first opponent that Brock has been partnered with. So what do you do with him after this? Chances are he's going away until Royal Rumble WrestleMania season anyway. Uh, I, I, they, I mean, there might be plans for him this year, but chances are, like, well, like, you mentioned it, Saudi. But other than that, he's not going to be, you know, heavily involved. So I guess you do evade that problem in a way. But again, just moving forward, I'm really not sure who's there left for him to dance with that is fresh and exciting. And Cody certainly has been that since they got partnered together at WrestleMania. Um, but yeah, I mean, once upon a time they were talking about, you know, he'd be a good foe for Gable Stevenson down the road. And, you know, he has not been, <laughs> he has not been well received, Kenny, oh, poor Gable. Uh, in NXT at the moment. And I think part of that is, of course, the uh, lingering legal issues that he's encountered. But um, yeah, I, I I don't know, man. Like I I think here Cody goes over. You keep that story going. He is one of the hottest baby faces in the company still. Um, let's give him a big win. Let's do it. Yeah, you got you got to give him the win because at the end of the day, Brock, if Brock Lesnar loses to Cody, it doesn't really matter. If if Cody loses to Brock, it's it's a big sort of dampener on his big run that he's been having. So yeah. I think yeah, he's he's got an. I mean, they were ba- they basically told us on Raw he's winning by how Lesnar. Yeah, but how he got fucked up. Yeah, Any- yeah. anyone who's watched WWE as long as we have will know what that means. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Seth Rollins and Finn Balor for the World Heavyweight Championship. We had this at Money in the Bank. Balor didn't get the job done pretty much because of Damian Priest and his sly movements at ringside. Um, the Judgment Day have since kind of squashed that issue. I mean, to, to me, I, I don't see a real good reason to take it off Seth at the moment. You know, he's kind of been waiting for this career-defining run where he defends the belt like this, and he is like the fighting champion, and he can go every night, icy title-esque. But um, I guess there is the appeal of putting the world title within the Judgment Day, which, you know, is, is the hottest stable basically in the company at the moment. Um you, I, I could see why, from a storyline perspective, they might do it, and I guess that element of doubt is what makes this rematch interesting. Yeah, I mean, for me, I, I do want Balor to win the title. Um, yeah, but will he? Like, we, we like, I would like to see it, but, but will he? Will he? I, I just um, wonder if Seth has waited this long to kind of grab a, and you know, I'm not going to call it a secondary title, but you know, to 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 have a world title in the era of Roman since he came back as a heel. Do you take it off him this quickly? I, I... I think, to be honest, you can put it on Balor for a month. It doesn't need to be a long title reign. But, mm. I mean, because the thing is, like, long title reigns are all very well and good if they're interesting. Oh, they're overrated, in my opinion. You know my thoughts on this. Yeah, yeah. But, but, like, I mean, you know, that... how many uh, of them have we seen? And it's like, yeah. I, I, I'm not too sure. You know, if Seth has the, the title, right, how... Like, there's not that many people on Raw for him to have this, like, era-defining run or whatever it is that he wants to have. Whereas, if he loses for a month, Balor gets the belt. Balor all of a sudden feels like a, a, a big name because he's the, the champ. Then you can go back in a month. You've also got the drama of Priest. Is it going to happen? If you want me to put a percentage chance, I think it's 50-50. Really? I could, I I could, mean, I... We'll put this because the Judgment Day, like you said, they're the hottest stable outside of the bloodline. Yeah, obviously WWE see that. I think there's got to be serious thought to put the belt and Balor for a little while. You know, then they've all got 
they've all got titles or briefcases. Oh, yeah. um, I, I, I think it's possible. To, I think it's. I could see them doing it realistically, not just because I would like to see it happen. Yeah, yeah. I think there's. I think there's a real possibility that it could happen, and I think it's what they should do. I think it would. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'd like to see it, and uh, as we just alluded to there, if the story's interesting, then do it. I don't, I don't just give people long title runs because you think that lends credence to them. That it who, who, who are you coming um, for? Come on, say a name. Give us a name. <laughs> no, Whose title I, reign do I, you I, mean? We, we've, had, we've had it a million times down the years. You know, we, they they try and make someone by giving them a world title run, right? Or and then they they don't end up doing much with them. Or and I, I think back to you know some of the world title runs Roman had early on. I mean, they, they never really lasted that long um, because WWE was so hell bent on making him the baby face that could overcome everything. But like. Uh, uh, to me, and some of these sort of like super Cena runs, and you know, I, some women have had them as well, where they're trying to establish a character, or well, not a character, just a performer, like the upper echelon, and they think that equates to longevity as the champion. I don't think it does. I think whatever's the most interesting story, and that will keep people invested and gripped, is. What the you know, basically is where you need to keep the title, right? And it needs to kind of stay hot. L- let me let me remind everyone: The Rock was never champion for a long time, never once, right? Was easily the hottest character, I think, for three years between two thousand and two thousand and three, and that includes Austin, in my opinion. So I think it's not necessarily about okay, they can defend the belt x amount of times or have it for a long time. But I mean, there are occasions where you know CM Punk and Roman Reigns right now, where that's the kind of exception to the rule. I would, but, I would, I would put Gunther in the category. I think the him. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's icy belt. You know, that's establishing oh, him okay. what's to come, right? Like I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that you can't have long runs with any belts. I'm just saying world champions sometimes WWE think you're going to acknowledge this person as the top person. Because we say so. That's how it feels sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. That, that's that's the the thing I'm getting at. Anyway, speaking of top people that are made to feel mm-hmm. like top people, Charlotte Flair is challenging for the uh, WWE Women's Championship against Oscar and Bianca Belair. Um, I mean, on paper, this is a fucking fantastic triple threat, really. Charlotte Flair always, and I mean always, delivers in these spots. Chemistry with Oscar is incredible. Bianca Belair um, always, again, delivers in these big spots. Her resume already is pretty actually staggering. Um, not sure what they're going to do here, Kenny, and I like it. I think I think the, the least interesting option is Charlotte Flair winning the title back. Yeah, naturally. But that's, um, you know, unless that comes with some kind of game-changing, you know, swerve that we don't see, but I, I can't see that. Yeah, I, for me, maybe this is controversial. I think she, I don't think Charlotte has been the performer she usually is on this run yet. I think it's yeah. been kind of she's been around, but does not. I mean, some of it's not been her fault. Well, I mean, her WrestleMania match was pretty fucking good, wasn't it? Yeah, but then she left. I'm talking about she said she came back. Right, okay. Like, yeah, on, okay. like on this run, she said she's come back. Yes, yeah. you know the the match in London with uh, with Asuka was okay, but it was it wasn't that good. Then the match with. Uh, Bianca was okay, but you can yeah. expect it better. I think th- this. I mean, this is the first big pay per view match that she has. She came back, so I'm sure she'll. I, she doesn't seem as interested to me. I guess is my my point. I don't. Yeah. And, and, bit... and, and I, I could I could imagine that too. You know what? She ate 
eight or so years deep on the main roster, having done pretty much everything, uh, I could see it. So, but I mean, I think I think I would be amazed if they don't have a, if they don't have a good match, and I think I think Asuka retaining would be fun, but if, if Bianca wins, I'd almost like to see her win as, as with a heel turn. Mm. Um, teasing the edge, hasn't she? Teasing yeah. the edge. Which you know, I think she could still do it, and then go back to being a babyface in a year. Um, but yeah, I think the Charlotte thing is probably the least interesting outcome. So either of the other two, I'm I'm a fan of. No, I love Drew, but nobody's stopping Gunther, are they? No, no, he's he's. This Gunther's... is the least one we need to talk about. <laughs> yeah, Gunther's going to uh, surpass Honky Tonk Man's record for sure. Yeah, there you go. That open and shut case, and also Drew still hasn't signed. So exactly. take that for what it's worth. Um, Ricochet, Logan Paul. I mean, I this mean, is a, another open shut case. This is obviously Logan Paul's night. Yeah, um, against Ricochet. I think for Rick, I mean, Ricochet's done well in the spot. You know, he's been given promo time and he's 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 held his own. So I think it's got to be a success for him. And I'm sure that they'll do crazy stuff. I just hope that whatever they do, it's more manageable than what they were trying to do at Money in the Bank. Yeah. I feel what you're saying there. I mean, I mean, to be fair, most people need to be aware that Ricochet is, if you if you want to talk bell to bell and kind of innovative stuff, he's as good as anyone in the world, and he doesn't really get the chance to show that enough in WWE. So I'm happy to see him in a prime time spot, and if anybody can deliver kind of like a jaw dropping moment and make Logan Paul look exceptional, it's him. Uh, and Logan Paul's called he's ripe for a win. Logan Paul is right. Like I feel like he's earned it in a lot of the fans' eyes now. He's put um, everybody over for the last. He has season. done. He's performed exceptionally well in every spot he's been in. So sure, I think now is the time to give him uh, a big victory. We've got Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler. Uh, I could not be less interested in Ronda Rousey during this run, but I will say the heel turn for Shayna at Money in the Bank that I was there for was very cool. And it injected some life into me to see what these two can do. Um, you know, I really hope this is kind of like a fight and shoot style, you know, MMA kind of gritty match. I'd like to see that. But, uh, you know, Ronda needed this for me. Uh, and I still am not totally sure what they do with her after this. If you talk about Charlotte Flair's disinterested, I think Ronda Rousey is. Um, and, yeah, Shayna is somebody that a lot of people have wanted to see get the shine or at least the chance she had in NXT. And I guess she is being showcased in a high profile match here. It's just, I mean, unless Ronda, and I have no idea if this is how she works at all, but unless she kind of campaigns to put Shane over, I hardly see it being the plan. I mean, if Ronda's leaving, which we assume she is, assume so, then she's going to put Shane over on the way out. I mean, I will say those video packages and prom, uh, set down interviews last night on Raw were fucking tremendous. They mm. were so good. And I think that that is adding a, a layer to it. I mean, if Shane absolutely kills Ronda and they have a good fight, oh, that'd be great. I, I, think, I think this has got the, this could be the biggest shocker of the night. Like, this could really deliver, I think. Well, I, I, you got to think as well for them too. I mean, not, I guess more Ronda I'm talking about here, but, but maybe they're more motivated. To yeah, be, you know, to, tell this, to tell this story and wrestle each other. They're best pals. It might be the last time Ronda ever does it. I mean, probably, hopefully it should it should be. Um, so yeah, I mean, I can't, I can't imagine that she would not put her best friend over on the way out. Yeah, I mean, I've been I've been in a few live crowds this year, 
And Ronda Rousey's music doesn't have the same oomph. You know? So that's people, the performance she was in 2018? Yeah, people aren't as excited to see Ronda anymore. And I think part of that is the things that she said and how she's carried herself as like a WWE performer. Um, but also, she has, just hasn't reached the heights of that opening maiden year either. So, mm. you know, it that's the way it goes. Uh, we finish here. And there is a SummerSlam battle royal, but can't be asked. Uh, LA, LA yeah, well, I mean, it fucking should be, but Everything that should be LA Knight isn't at the moment. <laughs> um, Roman Reigns and Jay Uso. Now, when I was outside the O2 before Money in the Bank, nearly everybody was saying Jay Uso should be the guy. And this is before we knew we were heading to Roman and Jay. Uh, Sammy, o- Sammy Zayn and Kevin Owens have both said it should be one of the Usos, uh, um, but kind of intimated it should be Jay. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I can see arguments why it shouldn't be him, right? Of like, you really want to make the next person. They want to be your poster boy. It's going to be your next number one guy whoever defeats Roman and Cody, of course, he says his story isn't done until he wins that belt that Roman has. So there's different arguments in play, but I also can understand those that would think it would cap off the greatest story that WWE has told this millennium, in my opinion. Um, I just don't see it personally. This is me using my experience as a WWE fan I just think this is another quality beat in the Roman Reigns story. And I think he carries on as champion. Yeah, I'm with you. But I th- I do think the twist to this, which I think will be, could be killer, is I think that Jay will be about to win the title from Roman. And I think Jimmy will cost him. No. Um, I think it's been set up on SmackDown. I think it's a good story. You know, this was the sit-down with Ariel Hawani before Money in the Bank saying their dream is to have a WrestleMania match against each other. Yeah. And uh, I think this is the way you do it. Is it too early? Um, I mean, it depends. It depends what the... I mean, because the thing is, if they do this, it does open up Sammy's end to be involved again and be on Jay's side because Jay will yeah. be on his own. Um, and Sammy could fucking use something right now. Um, well, especially if Kevin Owens is injured, 100%. exactly. 100%. So, um, yeah, I, just, I, I think that I think something's going to go down like that, um, and that'll be what happens. Which I would be, I would be for. So it's not like it's a Vince Russo like swerve bro type situation. 
it's yeah. it's been kind of like teased I'd, as to why it would happen. I'd, I'd be intrigued with with the Usos facing each other and obviously kind of getting that major spot at WrestleMania. I just I I would worry that it's too early. For well, I mean the 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 Dominic and Ray thing lasted from early September to WrestleMania. There's already a story, you know. There's already a story that's been going a while. Um, no, I, I guess it could. I mean, I, I shouldn't doubt them with the way they've portrayed this story thus far. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I'm just thinking in my head right now when the Hardy Boys face each other at WrestleMania, and I don't think a lot of people. Does that match get a lot of love? I don't think it does, but I quite liked it. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think it's a bad. I don't think it's a bad match. I just don't think Andy wanted to see the Hardys against each other. No, yeah, that's the problem. I mean, is that going to be the problem here too? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I think I think they'll be able to pull it off. They're they're good enough performers. I think they can they can pull it off. But uh, that that's what I think is going to happen. That's my my gut is that that's that's the way it's going to go. And well, you know gym. me, Kenny. I like your gut. I like your gut, brother. <laughs> Thank you. It's a, it's a gut that has a lot of trouble just IBS, but I'm glad that you like it. <laughs> uh, right, let's finish on some AEW before we move on to Bianca Belair, Kenny. Mm-hmm. Um, collision was this weekend. Uh, I firmly thought Maxwell and uh, Adam Cole were going to win the bet, even though it wasn't a pay-per-view. I still thought that they would have to go with uh, MJF and Adam Cole because they are the hot hand. Uh, but it seems that there is a longer story in play. And as we've seen with WWE, you get a hot story people are interested in. And it does bring the numbers, Kenny. It does. 739,000 viewers, which is the highest rated number since the debut episode. And they were up against like a UFC, I think. So it's pretty yes, impressive. A big UFC show as well, by the way. Yeah, so it kind of... Shoots the theory to shit of. You By know, the way, also they had the undisputed uh, welterweight title fight boxing match between Terence Crawford and Errol Spence Jr. It was like a massive night of go. of action that AEW was up against. So that is a huge number, and it just shows you that, like in reality, it's actually all about what you what you what you provide. Like, what's your are you, are you giving people something that they want to see? And it just shows you that if you give a if you give the the audience a good card, then. The competition is not as important. I think that I think it will be different this Saturday for SummerSlam because it's a direct thing, right? SummerSlam and AEW are both pro wrestling shows, whereas with UFC it seems to be different. So, I'm, I mean, to me, Collision is is a great show. I really look forward to it every week. I it's one of my it's probably my favorite show at the moment. Um, mainly it's new, you know, new stuff tends to be just feels fresher, but. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm I, th- I think this this week's number is going to be rough because of SummerSlam. But, um, what I mean, I'm, I was going to ask you. So obviously, you're going to be at all in in London. What yes. do you want to see MJF do at that show? Something with Adam Cole. Something. I don't care. Don't what. you think that the best use of them would be to, to do a rematch for the tag titles and have them win the titles at Wembley? No, I do. Yeah, like two out of three falls or some, you know, some interesting stipulation maybe. Where you can feed into that drama and the and the relationship, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, CM Punk's kind of going around at the moment talking about how he's the real champion. So mm-hmm. presumably, we're going to get there eventually, right? With MJF and CM Punk, but it just seems. But maybe that's maybe that's all out the following week in Chicago. Yeah, I mean, it could be. It could be. Um, doesn't feel like we're there yet, basically. No. Um, but yeah, I th- I think. 
I, I think that the AEW should be very happy with this number for Collision, and I think that they, I, I do not want to see Adam Cole versus MJF. I don't want to see it right now. Keep them together. Yeah, I'm having too much fun with them as well. Uh, speaking of fun, Kenny, it's always fun linking up together, brother, brother. Uh, I can't wait to hear all about your SummerSlam exploits. You guys can see it too on Inside the Rose YouTube channel as and when they go up. We normally manage to get some videos up during the weekend, so please do keep your eyes peeled for that. And I'm sure InsideTheRose.com will also have plenty of stories spiralling from those as well uh i'll be back with kenny next week unless we decide not to because you know how that works um, <laughs> but we intend to be guys we intend to be and we'll talk all things SummerSlam as we firmly get on the road to all in before we wind down here you're gonna get bianca blair but kenny where can the fine people find you during the SummerSlam weekend um as in where will i be in detroit well, I don't want them to hunt you down. I mean, the content. You know? All right. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So basically, uh, check out the YouTube channel. We'll have interviews going up there at youtube.com forward slash inside ropes and check out itrwrestling.com for stories. And yeah, I think it'll be a good time. So I hope that you guys uh, enjoy the content. And I'll obviously be pining for Alex writing I love Alex in my journal over and over again all weekend. I, I bloody well hope so. Um, follow Kenny's Twitter, of course, as well. He always. Full of insightful comments, and I'm sure you'll get them live from Detroit. Uh, I know I'll be keeping my eyes peeled. Uh, Kenny, thank you very much. And now, guys, you can listen to Bianca Belair. Bianca Belair is in London. Hi, two just behind us. Money in the Bank weekend. Uh, let, let's talk about your recent sort of stretch in WWE, because I was at WrestleMania, yourself mm-hmm. tearing it down there. But the Oscar feud carried on. Yeah. I think it's fair to say a lot of people were kind of shocked that she was the one to dethrone you in the end, right? And the, the bit of that kind of character change and that edge. Um, what's it been like working with Oscar? Uh, I know most people love working with Oscar from a, a competitive standpoint, yeah. but obviously, you know, you didn't really want the... Uh, it was going to be a record-setting run, really, from yourself. Yeah, I mean, I definitely I got to break the record, and, you know, I became the longest uh, reigning women's champion of the modern era and the longest reigning uh, Raw women's champion. But, I mean, Asuka's amazing. I was excited to work with Asuka at WrestleMania. Um, when, the, when the feud continued, I was excited, even though I knew that it was a different Asuka that I was facing. Yeah. Uh, she was coming back for her revenge, and she got it. You know, <laughs> you, you win some, you lose some, and I was winning for a very long time. Yeah. Um, but now it's just giving me an, an extra edge. You know, uh, too much of anything is, is never always good you yeah. know so i needed that little that little edge i needed to get back to like that grind and, and that hustle and you know going after something again so i, I love the chase and right now i'm chasing and i'm, I'm looking forward to getting my title back because that's my title she got a brand new title it's, and it's shiny and it's cute so <laughs> i want it <laughs> uh, you know you think about the character change and all for, for oscar i remember like you had more of a, like an attitude edge in nxt right mm-hmm. like, quote unquote bad guy right i don't know about that but that's what people would say uh but then i feel like you know you, you've really found your like stardom and groove as like like the person that everyone can root for and like everyone can get behind you know what i mean a lot of kids look up to you and stuff now man like i would you say would you feel more comfortable that way or do you like kind of showing off the attitude it's funny because in, in nxt you know with with the the bianca belair that i was in nxt i felt my groove then mm. and i loved it but then you know when i came to raw and smackdown i felt i felt like i found another groove and, yeah. and it was a groove where you know I, it was inspiring to others and i saw how it was touching others and it wasn't just me impacting people inside the ring i was impacting people outside the ring and that's what stuck with me like yeah. when when i was home 
home, you know, and not in a WWE environment. That's what stuck with me. And so I loved it. And, and I still love that. And so, you know, right now it's, I feel like I'm, I'm a little bit in between, you know, I'm still, you know, the Bianca Belair, that the groove that I found when I got to main roster, but it's a little bit of, you know, the, the NXT Bianca Belair coming back. Cause you know, I feel like I've been playing by the rules. And mm. it, it was, but then I'm seeing other people that aren't playing by the rules. I'm like, wait, wait a minute, hold up, let's 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 figure some, let's figure some things out right now. So I'm I'm figuring some things out right now. <laughs> uh, you know, speaking of inspiring stuff, as I mentioned, I was at WrestleMania. Your entrance like blew people away, and then we learned the significance behind it too. Where it was just like, oh my god, like there was barely a dry eye in the house. Like, how was that to be able to do that on such a stage? Yeah, you know, make it so special for her too, man. Yeah. Like. That, that's what it's all about really right yes yes that's that's what it's all about and that's what I, why I love my position in WWE and I love what I can do and it's not just about me I never want it to be just about me and I want to use my platform to inspire and uplift others and, and give them you know that representation and I was able to do that Wrestlemania mm-hmm. and you know my favorite thing is to see all the little mini EST's yeah, and yeah. I was at a meet and greet one day and it was so many and I'm like they're a part of this. I need to figure out a way to make them a, a part of, you know, WrestleMania. And so I found the dance group in, in California, and I had a lot of help from Alicia find that dance group. And then, you know, Amina being there and, you know, everybody he- hearing about her story yeah. and giving her that special day. So it was just special, and everybody felt it. And that's what I want to do. I want to th- do things that make people feel, you know? But yeah. well, in, in a way, right, plane coming over. <laughs> in, a, in a way, it's like, you know, I remember John Cena said for years, like, he found it hard to turn because it meant so much to him doing those things like yeah. Make-A-Wish and, and influencing those children. Similar feelings? Very similar feelings. Like I said, it's um, it's just a, it's, it's a feeling that sticks with you outside the ring. And, you know, we can't be in, inside the ring every hour of the day. Mm. So... It's it's those are the things that matter the most to me is the impact that I have outside and so it's I have the the, the same feeling that he felt um, and so you know I hear everybody like he'll turn he'll I'm like mm, mm. Mm, mm, <laughs> mm, you know <laughs> Let, let's let's talk about again some of the feuds that you know you and Becky and I even saw like you know you and Charlotte have been working together and stuff mm-hmm. and there seems to have been that that respect that's really developed. Um, through working together, you know, they yeah. always say about kind of battling and alongside each other makes mm-hmm. good friends. Uh, how has that been for you, kind of getting to the main roster? Then you get these major programs with the people yeah. that have been here a while that have, you know, led the women for the past decade or so, you yeah. could say. Uh, and not only have you been able to kind of, you know, rise to superstardom yourself, but I guess earn their respect and become friends with them. Yeah, you know, I've been very, you know, blessed and fortunate to work with amazing women. You know, especially when I first came to main roster, one of the first horsewomen that I worked with was Bailey, mm. and I learned so much from, from her. I'm still learning so much from her. Uh, I think she is just so amazing what she does for herself, what she does for the people that she steps in the ring with. Uh, she contributes so much to this division and she's so selfless. Yeah. Um, you know, Becky Lynch, you know, I've learned so much from her and I feel like when I came in, I just wanted to be led and I was comfortable with that, with, mm. with, with, with letting them lead me so that, you know, I could share these amazing stages with them and now hopefully I get to work with Charlotte Flair more in the future and, you know, I think that the position that they're in is amazing. I can't wait till I get to that position where 
I have like so much equity and I've done so many things. I have so many title reigns where I can start giving back and doing for others what they've done for me. And so, you know, I feel like I'm working my way to that position and, you know, developing these friendships with them. You know, Becky Lynch and I, we didn't start on the best of terms, you know, going all the way back to SummerSlam. <laughs> but, you know, the respect builds and then you, you develop friendships yeah. along the way. I'm glad you mentioned SummerSlam because there was obviously so many fans who, ah, like, how can, how can this happen to Bianca? <laughs> right? So many people were mad about it. But the story that ended up getting crafted from it. Yeah. You know, ev- I think everyone could argue now that you ended up richer for it, right? Mm-hmm. Like whether we didn't feel that way in the beginning, in the end it was like, okay, these legendary matches you've had on these big stages. Um, yeah. it, it was that kind of a learning thing for you as well and, and doing that with Becky and telling the story the long way. Yeah. You know, I, know, I know in WWE things don't always go exactly you know, yeah. we're going to do this then, then and then. Yeah. But you must be happy where you got to at least. Definitely. You know, I will say initially it was hard. Mm. It was hard like Wait, why is this happening? And did I do something wrong? And, and and what's what's going on? And but um, you know, John Cena was there that night, and he shared shared some words with me, and he helped me see the bigger picture. Mm-hmm. And those words will always stick with me. Um, but I was just thinking about. Uh, 26 seconds summer some the other day and I was like you know I got to main event Wrestlemania and that did a lot for my career but the 26 seconds did just as much for my career mm. and so in the long run it really worked out I'm so proud of the work that we that Becky Lynch and I did you know a, a full year uh, storyline that we brought full circle and she she advocated for that she worked for that um, and I'm just it, it really worked out for me yeah, it's yeah. been beneficial to me I have some quick fire in my pocket Right. Quick fire. I'm the most indecisive person ever. I feel like I have to give an explanation for every answer. So We can, we can do that. You can do it however you want to do it. <laughs> I'm trying to play it by the rules. <laughs> when was the last time and who were you starstruck by? Oh, man. It was at the Kids' Choice Awards, and it was Kelly Rowland. Kelly Rowland, yeah. And I, on, I feel like I have to tell that story, but I don't have to. But, yeah, I did a weird, like... I grew up watching her mm. and so we were kind of like passing through in this doorway and I saw her and almost I kind of went to her like I knew her and I was like wait she, she, she don't, know, don't know me <laughs> so I kind of just did like this weird like <laughs> she like yes <laughs> and she kind of just like looked and then later I got to see her and I was like hi sorry really weird earlier but really big fan and I got to introduce myself but yeah Kelly Rowland <laughs> that's awesome uh, most expensive purchase since you've been with WWE Dom told me you got a three grand backpack the my, other day. My house. It's a great purchase, my house. Though, right? Can't put a price on that. Yes. Uh, <laughs> is there anything you hate about the gym? Any kind of workouts, cardio, anything? Oh, uh, I do not like deadlifts, even though I can deadlift a lot. Do not like deadlifts. I have a bad back. And um, I'm not a fan of snatches. Mm. I'm just not a fan of having all that weight over my head. And I do not like cardio that's just like stationary, same pace like cardio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ugh, I can no. get behind that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and you, you like had all these records in the NXT. And deadlift was one of them. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I don't even, only to my deadlift was, was then. If someone ever breaks it, you're going to go back and be like, hey. <laughs> no. <laughs> you just leave it now. Records <laughs> are meant to be broken, so please break, yeah. break my record, and I'm going to break other records. <laughs> uh, What's your best friend that you've made in wrestling? I mean, I, I, I can feel what you're going to say here. I'm, my husband. My husband is my best friend, hands down, all day, every day, inside, outside of WWE. He's my best friend. He should be. Yeah. He should be. We all love Tez. Uh, a joker in the dressing room. Somebody you know, who makes you laugh. <laughs> um, Bailey. Bailey. Bailey the funny one? Okay. Bailey is funny, and Shayna. 
which, I, you know, yeah, behind the scenes, lot. she's very funny. Uh, and lastly, any other jobs that you've had that aren't wrestling? Oh, um, yeah. Um, I used to work uh, in high school at a rec center, and then after that, I used to stand up in um, Walmart and sell direct TV. And then I was I worked at the bank. Um, I was a bank teller, and then I was a receptionist, and then I sold flavors. That was my job before I got into WWE. I sold flavors. That is quite the journey <laughs> to the EST of WWE. Uh, I mean, the best flavor this weekend, Money in the Bank in the O2. <laughs> That's a great segue. Uh, <laughs> we're in London. Thank you very much for joining us. Bianca Valera. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.